It's Tuesday night. There's only one place to be, and that is online with the Rangers AF podcast. And apologies for the for the wee delay there. Uh, there's been some broadband uh, outages in, in Glasgow, and Jeeba's uh, struggling, bless his little heart, uh, to get online. So hopefully he will join us shortly. But um, joining me tonight, I've got the lovely Jodie Pollock. Good evening, Jodie. How are you I'm, doing? I'm good. I've missed you. How are you? I've missed you too, lovely. It's um, I I'm 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 really really good. I've obviously uh, in the back garden, the back garden tanning salon, uh, and uh, yes, the uh, the weekend result was was very 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 good. Also, um, it's lovely. It's just lovely, and it, and it's really really um good to be a Rangers fan right now. Wouldn't you agree? Amazing, and oh, honestly, like I said it, I like I tweeted it as well. Like win, lose or draw, I'd always rather be one of us. But by God, how good is it when we win? <laughs> and like we've just went like out at everyone's expectations. 120 minutes Thursday, 100 well, four minutes I added time. Don't even talk about that because I was going to say 120 minutes um, on Sunday. But oh, we were just amazing. Like it was just what a performance, and they put every, they left everything out in that pitch. Um, so, yes, they yeah. did, and I, and I and I suppose without further ado, we should just batter straight into it and talk about it because I I've, I've been buzzing about talking about this for two <laughs> days, so um, maybe we should. So let's talk about uh, Celtic versus Rangers, which was the Scottish Cup semi final on Sunday, the seventeenth of April at Hampden Park, which Rangers ran away two one winners um, on the day, and this be and this week really was about keeping the hopes of a legacy alive and defining how this team will be remembered, right? And we've not won a domestic cup in eleven years. Record scratch, 11 years, but we celebrated so extremely, Jodie, didn't we? We were so extreme that we made the headlines. Oh, so so embarrassing from us. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. How dare we enjoy the hubris of oh. that occasion. Um, <laughs> but here, it looks like Jeep might be back. Let's have a look and see. Oh, oh, oh. Let's I do the heart noise. What no. time do you call this, Jeep? <laughs> I know, mate. I was here. I was early as well. I was going to say, you were here before me. <laughs> Are we good? Are we good? Is it? Yeah. Is it so? so yes. Can we just um, just Lovely. before we introduce you, Jib, massive shout out to the wasp for <laughs> apologising on our behalf and keeping everyone in the chat. <laughs> what what a moderator! What an absolute moderator that boy is. In fact, let's have a look at his comments here. Look, apologise. One of us. One of us. Apologies. Look, look at this. Apologies to the viewers. <laughs> Hang in there, guys. How is everyone? I mean, look at this. This is this is just extra extraordinary stuff. You know what I mean? You you will you don't be rewarded. Have to show your face to be a part of this podcast. Exactly, G. And I and I had some special music for you, mate. You ready for it? That's right. That's how you do intros here. That's how you do them. Oh man! But how have you been, mate? Anyway, you're right. I well, except for having to run up and down the stairs, but. Oh. Uh oh. That was oh. good though. I quite like that. I quite like the robotishness of it all. Um, but anyway, we were just going to talk about <laughs> he's frozen. Look, bless him. So we were just going to talk about the game there, George. And I kind of mind where we got to, but I guess um, I'll run through the team. So 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 let's let's start there, shall we? So we had McLaughlin in goals, which is obviously common commonplace for the cup. Tav Goldson, Bassey, Barisic, Lundstrom, Jack Ramsey, Kent, Roof, and Aribo. Very, very pleased with that lineup, and obviously, as you quite rightly pointed out, having had to play 120 minutes twice in four days against Braga and then Celtic, and obviously trailing both times, we've ensured not only that the season isn't over this week, but we've also put ourselves just four games away from winning two major trophies. So, mm -hmm. talk us through your thoughts on the game, Jodie. Honestly, like, 
I'm not going to lie, just with the track record, I was a bit nervous and then adding on like tiredness um, to, from the Braga game. Because at first, when if I just quickly talk about Braga just quickly, I was getting really infuriated because I felt like when Gio made the subs uh, and took basically our midfield off, I was getting really frustrated because I was like, that's going to cost us against Celtic. Because if we're going into extra time, we've just knackered our players. Um, I think that they put on that performance for the manager and the fans. I feel like every player in that team went out and fought. Um, you mentioned like the team lineup, and you said Lundstrom, and my face was like, oh, because what a performance he had. I think that has to be his best in a Rangers jersey. Um, and he gets it, like he fully gets it. And I feel like we've needed an angry little man and the and <laughs> the team for a while to just have no respect and just to go there and and know like what it means to us. Um, and honestly, like it was just it was just brilliant. Um, but I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was thinking, mm, I don't know how this will go. They've got the confidence. They they've had to chill through the week because they don't have European football. Um, so yeah, um, but honestly, like every man like on that park just put gave their all, like everyone gave their all. And then again, talking about like how you were feeling going into it, and um, when I saw that we made, I'm so sorry, Scotty, but when we made Arkill this up after these two sitters he missed against Braga, I was like, maybe he'll be down in confidence. And then he just comes on, and then in a matter of minutes, he's for level, and yeah. And it, it just shows everything's to play for in these games and it doesn't matter. And I also think we look much fitter than them at the end, considering what we went through. So I'm, re- I'm really impressed with um, the resilience and all that of the, the squad. It's just amazing. And as we've said, what I think to be a Rangers fan, I wouldn't want to be anything else. But when we win, oh my God, it's phenomenal. Amazing, and uh, John Lundstrom. Just, just, just to touch on him. I mean, obviously, it was it was an absolute colossus in that midfield. A couple of things stand uh, stand out for me. He was obviously unlucky not to score where he shot the hit off the post. What an absolute belter that was! But secondly, the clip that will live live with me forever is him telling Calvin Bassey to stop saying sorry. Oh my God! What are you doing? Get up! It's like it's like your dad coming coming to like tell you you've been up for too long in the night. Like right, you get back in the house, scruff of the neck like that. That's enough. But honestly, that that was absolutely amazing. And I think, you know, if you look at where where the game started, obviously Celtic went ahead uh, thanks to Greg Taylor, who had had an absolute howling game up until that point, let's be yeah. honest. He was getting tore apart by Ryan Kent. Um, and, and it kind of summed up where we are in terms of, like, domestic consistency, I think, and expectations. You know, at that point, you're thinking, oh, here we go. You know, you, you're, no expect, aye, you're no expecting it. And then, to make things worse, Aaron Ramsey comes off after 43 minutes to be replaced by Scott Wright, who doesn't fill me with confidence, but he does, and I I need to make this point publicly because I don't know if anybody else shares the same view as me, but if you've seen Stranger Things on Netflix, Scott Wright and Big Steve off of Stranger Things are absolutely the same looking, and I'm not even joking. In fact, I might even have a wee picture to show you uh, of them two, the, the two of them together, and then you can tell me if I'm wrong. So let's just see if I can do it. Hang on, just whilst I'm doing that. Bear with me one second. Your call is important to us. So <laughs> tell me when you can see my screen. Can you see my screen? I mean, come yeah. on. My God, I. At the top <laughs> is Scott Wright, and at the bottom is Big Steve after Stranger Things, right? You're not going to look at the same again because they are fucking the same, telling you right now. Oh, man. So <laughs> that is that. That is that. Bit of randomness. But um, 
at that point, obviously, you think the pendulum's going to swing back into Celtic's favour. Um, and, you know, if we're being brutally honest, they had a more attack-minded bench than we did. We, we sort of looked like, we're, you know, we were kind of filling a wee bit. But then the game gets turned on its head when Scott Arfield and Stephen Davis entered the fold. Now, before I, I talk any more about the game, Jeep, I'm going to come to you, mate, and I want I want to know your thoughts, obviously, on, 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 on the game as a whole. But tell me also what Stephen Davis brings to this Rangers team. Good. <laughs> Thanks, no, for, thanks, thanks for your input. A few well, moments later. <laughs> I, do like, I do like the way his face is frozen, like it's frozen in a loving way. It's like, oh, yeah. that's asking a great question there. So, Jodie, I was going to come to you and ask you, what do you think about Stephen Davis? <laughs> well, I was just about to say, like when you mentioned, obviously, them two coming on, um, it kind of shows that you don't need to, when you're, you're chasing to try get a goal, you don't need to bring on a striker or someone that's full of, Sometimes you need control of the midfield. And... I think recent performances, that's maybe what Rangers have been lacking. Yeah, you can lob balls into the box, you can do like you can do everything, you can set a target man, like you know, Ruth likes to play right in the box and stuff. But if you can't get pa- if you can't control the midfield and keep control of your like control of the ball and, and have a playmaker, you've got nothing. And I think Davis really brings that. I think he's such a good playmaker for the squad. He's very, very smart, he's got the experience, he's got a lot of composure, he's played these type of games so many times. He put on a brilliant performance for the opposition. So yeah. Very... Absolute perfection. <laughs> Davis Davis is the definition of class. Yeah, uh, as Cubby Cubster says. It, well, it was good... had seven hundred appearance for Rangers as well, wasn't it? Correct, Stato. You're, you're right on top of that. Well, you here I need something, don't I? <laughs> Dean Gray says, right, played well well when he came on. Do you know what? Actually, I, I, you know, I think he did. And like one of one of the most frustrating things for me about Scott Wright, um, and th- there are other players that do this, but Scott Wright sometimes he gets so he gets so bogged down in his run that he, that you know he doesn't take his time sometimes with the cross or the pass that he's about to make when he could lift his head, have a look, or secondly, just cut back because if if he cuts back nine times out of the out of ten, the defender's going to think he's going to hit the cross first time, and then he's got that bit of bit of time uh, back to kind of make a decision. You know, pretty much what Ryan Kent does every single time. Um, and I think if he if he pulls that into his game, then he's then he's going to have a lot more success um, down that right hand side. But no, he did he did um, he did play well when uh, he came on. I totally agree. Um, and so the key moments that, that happened from a Rangers perspective, then George. I mean, let's let's relive them because oh my god, beautiful! And I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, oh, in fact, before I before I did that, I need to just play a wee bit of music. Here he comes! Like, there he is. <laughs> Oh, I'm too tired for this tonight, man. Long this time no see. This is this is entertainment right here. This is why you come here, folks. You know what I mean. This is what you come for. He's been said you know, twice. Do you know why? I'm only here because I've put a hotspot on on my mobile. I don't know what is wrong with my broadband. Well, it's working out well for you, mate. So Johnny Parsons says, "Let right? you speak before we lost him again." I come on. I know. He's, Listen, he if I go one, if I go one minute, I'm not coming back. Um. So, can I have no froze? Can I? <laughs> 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 we talked about because because I've been in and out, I've not seen that. So it's big I was just talking oh. about Stephen Davis, mate. And I was just about to go Love into him, the mate. Rangers goals, mate. But you know, if you just give me your give me your first and second half thoughts before we before we equalise. Uh, first half, um, I watched the game back today, and I thought we controlled 
most of the game. It was actually more comfortable um, looking watching it in the day than what it was obviously at the time. I, I didn't realise how dominant we actually were. Um, they've really, they weren't in it like at all. They had, they had like one spell in the game and it was after they scored, when they got the goal, obviously goals kind of changed games, didn't it? When they got the goal, they kind of, they ended up on top a wee bit and then it was that case maybe until maybe maybe two or three minutes before we equalised. But other than that, they didn't really trouble us too much. I thought we played really well. We controlled the game. Um, and I was fearful, obviously, because we had went to extra time on the Thursday before it. But by the end of the game, we looked by far the fitter team. It was odd. Aye. Aye. And it's interesting you mentioned fitness. I'm going to touch on that in, uh, in, a, in a minute. But before I do that, you've just had your first successful uh, spell of, of, of chatting without going out. So I'm just going to play this bit. Uh, so let's 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 talk about the about the goal then. So uh, Golson looked like he was about to pass it in the midfield, and he chose a risky diagonal ball to James Tavernier, who rejected the chance to get the ball down by volleying his cross into the box. And Arfield, not long on the field, did not hesitate, taking the ball off Kamar Roof's toe to rifle the ball home to level <coughs> the game. Uh, Rangers continued to high press. We were the first to every loose ball. We took advantage of. Celtic's lethargic return to shape, which was absolutely spectacular. But in, in, in terms of fitness levels, GB, you, you just touched on it there. Were you surprised that we managed to stay as sharp as we did? Um, yes, um, I, I was surprised. It wasn't even, I mean, I, I thought that we look, we still looked tired um, towards towards the end of the game, but I just thought they looked worse. They just looked absolutely out of it. Um, and I honestly think the reason behind that is because we kept the ball really well in the first half. And uh, in the way that uh, Postacoglu's got Celtic playing is they press, they've got a, a, they've got a really high press going. So see, when you actually watch it back, like they're they're doing a lot of running. They were running about chasing the ball like mad. And and at times, obviously, it's, it's anxious. Um, it's anxious at the time when you're watching it. But we're passing the ball between the defenders and it's quite tight, but we're actually it done as well over the course of 120 minutes because I, I firmly believe that's the reason that they became so tired by the end of the game um, because we kept the ball so well. I think, I, to be honest, I think that was actually the difference in the game. I, I, do you know what? And I, and I was just thinking about that there. I think you're right. It's it's a it's a high risk, high a high reward strategy. Um, mm-hmm. However, I think in, in in terms of you know watching watching it back, like you say, um, we you know we did spend a lot of time in our box passing the ball left to right, but just inviting them to press on us. And sometimes you know we didn't get it right, and there was a couple of nervy moments where you know the goalkeeper didn't kick the ball fast enough, or one of the defenders lost possession. But you know I think the difference was that 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 we're where we lost possession, we were very quick to recycle it um, yeah. and 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 pull the Celtic um, front line back into that shape because we were comfortable with it. And that was a massive difference, I think, compared to uh, obviously when we played them at Ibrox a few weeks uh, prior to that. So, um, yeah, I think that was that was an absolute key key moment. Um, and, and, and Jody, I want your thoughts on the second goal shortly, but I'm just going to describe it to you just in case you forgot it. All right, so here it comes. So, yeah. Your poor wee guy, Kyogo, with his, his mad blonde hair, was attempting to block a free kick just inside Rangers' own half. But Glenn Kamara, the guy you like singing about, managed to dull out the blistering noise from both ends to take the free kick quickly. Celtic were turgid and getting back into shape. Apologies for turgid. That's copyright policies. Uh, and Calvert, Calvin Bass's overlap, so, overlap saw him able to deliver a cross that fashion Sakala attacked intelligently, managing to force a ricochet off Carol Starfelt that slid past Joe Hart. What was your thoughts? 
Well, first of all, you need to do audiobooks because that was unreal. Um, but <laughs> I'll just be listening to this podcast at night. I'll just play it back on Spotify. Just play Perfect. It. Brilliant. But yeah, um, it was phenomenal. Talk And l- linking back into that fitness, Bassey left Forest like well, well away. Like how the hell he pulled that felt Like I don't know how he done it. I was watching it back and I was like, Jesus Christ, what's he been taking at the sides? Because... That's that's not right, but it was just phenomenal, and I think it was very very clever uh, from Arfield. I mean, he could have just let Ruth try, but it, he knew what he wanted to put it. He knew what he was doing. He had the right power behind it. It was very very smart, especially for the speed of it. The, the ball goes in straight away, and um, Ruth obviously makes a bit of a mistake, turns it, and Arfield's like, "No, I need to," and he and he gets the shot on, and it was just phenomenal. And yeah, it was just really. I think it was what we needed. Like it just settled it, and as you've seen, I think they only sang for about ten minutes. Um, we were back to dominating the full stands and the the players. And if that if that doesn't show each Rangers player what playing for the team means, like I could I can't imagine like that feeling and seeing it. But it was just phenomenal, and I think all everyone must have just been like, right, we're back on. Um, so it was just yeah, it was just what was needed, and again. It just shows the resilience of this team. It just shows that we've we've seen even this season we've seen before where we we lose a goal and we we just try and think like I don't know. It's not as if we've got the hunger or whatever to go, but I just feel like everyone was up for it and it was just beautiful to see. And it didn't stop from that. It wasn't like we got um we had a goal and then they're like right we'll just play it out. Obviously no one wants to go to extra time or go to penalties or whatever, but they were all over them. They dominated, and I think Celtic collapsed even more, like, at that point. Um, and then they realised that there were no just the... It's no, like, an easy an easy team or easy. They would have been riding too high on confidence, beat, like, beating us twice, which we, we're very good at coming out and saying we're no good enough, and, like, we, we need to work on those things. That team put everything... Like, they, they literally bled Rangers... Um, on Sunday and they reaped the rewards it was what what a game and what a team performance and that's the Rangers we all know and love and that's what we want to see going on so um, honestly and what what a, we've got two very very important trophies we could be winning uh, coming up so um, yeah it's just it's just brilliant and again from Braga that whole make us dream that's what the team are doing they're making us dream and they're making us have a lot of belief in just be excited to be Rangers fans, and it's just, it's just beautiful, and I'm very very blessed to be a Rangers fan. Have a great time. Couldn't have put it any better myself, George. That was that was beautiful. In fact, we should we should bottle that and sell it. It was perfect. <laughs> um, put it on <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Paul, it's says just in your wee comment there. Um, I tell you what, mate. I'll I'll give you ten pounds if you buy one of my raffle balls, which I'll talk about shortly, um, to win one of one of three fantastic prizes uh, for charity. Um, and uh, that'll be a square, I think, mate. So let's do that. Um, looking at some of the some of the stats, uh, obviously, you know, we were completely dominant. Let's not beat about the bush. Rangers had 53% possession to Celtic's 46. We had 19 total shots. They had 22, but we actually matched two shots each on target, but obviously we 
We made it count. Yeah. <laughs> we made it count. Oh, yes. Uh, 12 shots off target as well, each um, with five blocked by Rangers and eight blocked uh, by Celtic, respectively. So, uh, overall, you know, we can't we can't grumble at that. Um, and like George said, you know, we left we left bodies on the pitch and that was important. I'll tell you what, what's just popped in my head, which is really funny. You know, you're talking about Calvin Bassett and he's rerunning that. You know, where did that energy come from? James Forrest with Nick just trying to run. run. Like, I could watch him running all day. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, like it's like anime. That's what it is. It's like anime. Um, but do you know what's really funny is, is, is see when Sakala scores and they go running towards the fans, you can tell they're still learning, do you know what I mean, as Rangers players, because they're, they're really tentative. They're like, should I, should I be doing this? I'm Are you sure with that? Are you doing it? No, no, you do it. It's, it's fine. No, no, you go first. You know, like, then he be polite, lads. Just batter in, get straight uh-huh. fired into that crowd, bury your heads and enjoy that moment because that's what we live for. That's what Rangers fans live for. Yeah. Just get involved and do it. But, um, before we before we close off, James, have you got have you got any final thoughts on the game? Uh, no, just obviously Jody summed it up there perfectly. Um, and I, th- I was like you saying about Basic and away for Forrest. I mean, Forrest had been on the park for no even twenty five minutes, and Bassey, who had played one hundred twenty minutes three days before it as well, was bombing up the wing and they kind of catch him. Do you know, as it was just it was um <laughs> it was uh it was it was just the sheer determination and quite honestly. Um, I think at the end of the day we we wanted it more. I really do. I think uh, I think on that particular day, our, our players uh, wanted it more. And long may that continue, Jeep. Uh, in the comments there, William uh, says that the Germans will not be looking forward to playing us. And and you know, I think I think you're absolutely right. But I think um, you know, given given where performance um, already in the in the in the Europa League I think any any team should fear us um you know and, and I don't say that lightly I think um you know we are in uh, what I would describe as, as sparkling form um and we've shown that we can go the you know the whole way and then some you know should it be required so yeah. anybody should fear us uh, including Motherwell at the weekend which we'll get to uh, very shortly as well oh look uh, Wasp says, right team, enjoy the pod. Unfortunately, sparky loyal calls. I'm feeling I'm feeling a breakdown in the power room. Peace. <laughs> Mate, you've been classing that chat. You keep that up. I think that's where we'll keep you from now on. <laughs> <laughs> He's not allowed back on. He's just staying in the chat. Right. I think Wasp um, gets chat nerves. I think he probably does. I think that's why he's just rambling absolute garbage in there. <laughs> because, because, because he's got the chat now. But anyway, before we move on, quick word for the sponsors. Please subscribe to the Rangers AF podcast. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling a change. I'm feeling it in the air. Agreed. Um, Who is that? You know what? It's Marley Robbins wee lassie. Magic. Uh, and if anybody else wants their Wayne's featured on the podcast, please DM me some audio clips, and I'll, I'll fire them in. I'll put some video <laughs> over them, um, and we can have a we, you know we can have a wee mascot every week. Um, so before we move on to predictions, then there's there's a there's a couple of wee bits of news um, that I should have really talked about. One of those is obviously the vote for VAR passing, uh, which which is which is good. Uh, there's 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 been some hilarious fallout from that um, across. Uh, various media platforms and various individuals that we won't uh, name and shame on this podcast um, that I know just worth talking about. But also that uh, the Rangers B team are through to the Glasgow Cup final as well, which is yeah. pretty awesome. They beat Celtic on penalties. penalties. Didn't they? 
Yeah. I know they they had to go one better. Eh? Had to go one better, taking it to penalties. Eh? All right, we're all a bit tired. Um, but no, we wish them. We wish them every success. Uh, you know, to whoever they get in the final, and we'll be watching you. Um, but before we move on to predictions, and what's your what's your thoughts on VAR? I mean, I mean, for me, um, it can't come quick enough. You know, there's a lot of people saying, "Oh well, you put an experienced referees in front of that, it's just going to make results even worse." Well, actually, no, it's no because they still understand the laws of the game, and if it's presented to them in video format and the form yeah. of a replay, then technically they should get they should get it right. Yeah, you would hope anyway. Out, I, I never seen that or. A linesman never like do you know what I mean like they've always got the ignorance is bliss argument that I wasn't there and never seen it. it it appeared different I can only see the game in in real time um whereas if they go over and have to like forcibly look at it then if things don't go your way and you can see that they're still like incompetence then there's more cause for it to be called out and um, without just picking on refs but I think I think it makes a massive it should make a massive difference I mean look at Rangers in Europe how many times VAR has like stepped up? Um, we we've been able to use like the offside trap because we know that we've got the VAR there to 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 use that against. Like we've been very very clever with our movement and setting up probably due to a VAR. So I think it I think it will be good. And um, that's why I was howling when I saw a few select people saying we know Rangers are the ones that don't want it. You kidding on? Has Gio not been very vocal in interviews as well? Like. <laughs> saying that he, they're, they're in strong favour of it. So it's good that it's going to be introduced. The only thing I'm, I don't understand is bringing it in midway through a season. Danny. That's Danny. what I don't understand. Well, I do, because, you know, Scottish football's tin pot, Judd, so we've got to do yeah. it the tin pot way. Which, so that's that's that explained in a nutshell, I think. <laughs> but, um, Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 you're welcome. You're absolutely welcome. Johnny Patterson says his wains are 37 and 33. Listen, mate, we don't we don't discriminate on age. You know, if your yeah. wains are, are elder states people, then we, we, we will have them on the voiceover piece. You just get the get the voice notes into me. Um, Jeeb, have you got any notes on uh, VR, mate, before we move on? Uh, no, I'm I'm glad it was passed uh, on it in, you know, um, and I put a tweet out earlier on and it said, um, because when, when it was announced, there was there was quite a few folk that said, oh, the Rangers fans won't be happy at that with all the penalties they can get. And I can honestly say, I think with like, absolute confidence, I don't think VAR would have overturned any penalty that we were awarded this season. Um, even so ones that are soft. The, 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 one that, the one that comes to mind that was probably is uh, a bit soft was the one up at Dundee when Mirelos' shirt was pulled. But if VAR sees that the shirt was pulled, they're, they're probably not going to overturn that because it wasn't a clear and obvious error, which is obviously the rules. Um, what VAR will do is give us more penalties because I can, I, I can categorically guarantee, no, seriously, I can categorically guarantee you that we have been uh, denied more Stonewall penalties this season than soft ones that have been given and yeah. that on Twitter the day as well. And you can I just two that pop into mind are two at Tanadice uh, at the end of February, the one the handball and the shot pull. That's two penalties right there. Um oh. and I, I I'm I'm no I'm no one to blame referees for results. We weren't good that day and we probably I mean and, and we did we didn't get the win and we've only got ourselves to blame for that. Having said that if the referees were competent that day I believe we would have got the win. Um well all I think about is referee FC the ones greeting, but considering the cup final, Aye. offside goal, like and you know, I mean, miles offside. I tell, I tell you something as well, right? Um, just to uh, go tell back us, at, the we- at the weekend, the ref- the referee was nowhere near as bad as what folk are making out. See, after watching mm-hmm. it today, it was poor, 
but it wasn't one-sided poor. He was getting daft free kicks to both sides. The free kick they got go for was never a foul. Um, we got a couple of free kicks that were never a foul. We got a free kick that was a free kick the opposite way. He just had a right poor game. But see what see watching it back for about the 90th minute onwards, I don't think he made a single mistake. So we both went into extra time. It was one each. The game was even and we won it. Do you know what I mean? We we won the game fair and square. We didn't win the game because he oh, no, but a poor referee hand displayed. was offside. Bassi's hand was Man, offside. Honestly, honestly, but what so, relevance is that? Honestly, but so, that's there's absolutely it. There's, that's just no relevance. That's just that's clutching at anything you can possibly clutch at. That's 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 your way of avoiding saying ah he's onside. That's that. He just doesn't want to come out and say ah he's onside. Yeah. He's got ah, he's on. And I watched side. I watched it it's back just... today as well. That's like the beauty of working from home. <laughs> so I watched the game back today as well. And um I was just buckled at Sutton, like when he turned around, like Stephen McGregor um had a foul. Like the, let's be honest, it was a rebo win it and it could, that easily was a yellow. And then he went, Oh, um he was like uh, Madden doing well to control the game. It's early on, there's tensions, and he said something like he done well not to get a yellow there, but it's expect he was like saying it's expected and then Lindstrom makes a tackle and it's like that's a red. That's a red. <laughs> that's a red. Like it was, honestly, it was, it's it was just the roof. It was the roof one. Oh. I don't think you said that roof's roof's booking was a red. Yeah. Me a that's that, that's what it was. You wind <laughs> I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. That is that is just that's a raging Celtic fan in a commentary box. He should have been in the stands screaming with the rest of them when that when that foul hand. It's just pure anger. You see, if you're going to be like that, you can't be. You can't be a commentator. Shut and I'm talking mouth. about uh, Arfield's goal, and you know for a fact he was like, "That was a brilliant goal from Arfield." <laughs> like, you can Steve. I know. But see the thing. You know. See, just you mentioned uh, uh, Cal McGregor's first challenger. See the referee no booking him for that. I don't mind that. Yeah, if yeah, you're a few minutes. You're a few minutes into a game, and you're kind of yeah. like, right, watch us still, <clears throat> right? But I've I say it all the time. See, when I'm sitting watching that, for that's a booking. That's a booking. I'm like, that probably is a booking, but we'll probably get away with one now. No, yeah. I think the, the first challenge that we couldn't really get away with was Aribos when he basically bear hugged and done. You you kind of get away with that, oh. but he did let Lundstrom away with one, and I thought, well, there you go. That's yeah. balanced. Balance like, I've got no, I've got no issue with that. I actually think that's a good refereeing display when he tries to be a wee bit lenient. Um, albeit I did feel like he was just blowing the whistle every time somebody hit the deck. Like yeah. any time somebody was... went down for both for both teams, he was just it was almost like he was scared. And this is the pressure that referees are put under because he feels and that given a soft, if right, he, he feels like given a soft free kick. Is less risky than letting play go on and team getting a really good chance for that and possibly well, score, and then all the attention be will be on he never gave a free kick. Do you know what I mean? To be fair to Madden, though, see when McGregor clipped um, Kent's heel, he let play go on because Kent stayed up, and yep. then he did the one thing I'll give him be fair, he let them go because he knew stopping the game is going to be a disadvantage, and then obviously when it didn't, he then gave a card to McGregor, and it was it was yep. a bookable like he. He was trying to stop him. He was in an attack, and we know when Kent's got the boys driving that right into the box. So it was a, a fair play to him for that because he did. And he's, and like you said, I do feel like it's been highly exaggerated to the extent that he was for us. There, it wasn't a brilliant refereeing performance by any means, but it doesn't mean that it was all in Rangers' favour. Um, Absolutely not. 
Your goal was for his mistake. <laughs> like, yeah. I, that's, what, that's what I don't understand. We never, we never scored a goal for We never got a penalty that was soft. We never, we weren't awarded a corner that was a goal kick and we scored for it. The only big major incident in that game was the goal that they scored. It's, it's, bad, it's mental. It's baffling. They, it's only, they could it's have only scored been, it's only... miles offside if we didn't make a foul because the oh. linesman wasn't doing his job. So, Again, would would they been would they have been moaning? That's the thing. Like, we we can win games and still call out refereeing performance. Think about um, was it Dortmund? Yeah, where um the goal get disallowed um because of a foul. It was a foul by Morelos. Um, so chin. Um, but like we got just that about to up. <laughs> we we could have genuinely that could have affected the game massively, but we still, we won and we still called it out. We're saying like we could add a better performance, whereas obviously with, with them, if they don't win, they're just always going to find a scapegoat or something to blame it on, let's be honest. They hung out the flag of war and then cried when they got a tackle. Aye, indeed. And you know, just to, just to touch on um, that co-commentator uh, briefly, controversy baiting, I spoke about it before. He knows what he's doing. He just, he's just going to create controversy around absolutely everything because it gets clicks and Celtic fans love it. They will lap it up. They will retweet it. They will spread it. And so will we to a certain extent because there's, you know, folk that didn't see what he's doing and uh, love to share it. But see on um, VR, there was a wee, a wee comment I saw today, uh, somebody saying that lower league clubs shouldn't be voting for it. I completely disagree because two reasons. One, um, it's a, it's a, it's a fair vote because obviously we're including all the leagues. But secondly, the knock-on effect across all leagues from VAR coming to Scotland is that, you know, potentially we'll get a bigger sponsorship too. deal. It all gets filtered down, do you know what I'm saying? So, you know, mm-hmm. you need to take that into consideration. And, and actually, it's a, it's a good thing, you know, considering that, you know, we are we are inclusive like that, although we are tin pot in numerous other ways. Um, but no, I was, I, was, I was quite pleased that we did that. So anyway, let's move on to predictions then so motherwell versus rangers on now saturday the 23rd of april 2022 at 12 o'clock on sky sports main event and sky sports football first of all thank you very much to motherwell football club and police scotland for um giving us um the extra leeway and and, and pulling the fixture forward with obviously uh, the massive schedule that's coming up for us uh, that's very much appreciated and we do we do love it when you know people try and help us out it is a it is a noble and 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 sporting integrity loving kind of thing to do um but jeep what's your what's your thoughts on this game and how do you see it panning out um i'm glad that we've got a bit of a break if you can call what six days i mean six days for us just now as as a bit of a break and it the players will get a a well needed rest. Um, I think we'll still play quite a strong, a, a strong team, because obviously, I mean, if certain players don't play on Saturday, it means they're going to go for last Sunday until next Thursday, which is quite a, a long time. Um, I think this team uh, play quite well playing oh, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. Um, quite playing quite regular, you know. Um, because that, I, I mean, a lot of people say Celtic had the eight days rest. Well, they'll, be, they'll be fresh as anything, but it didn't really, it didn't look that way. Did it? I mean, put it this way: if you turned the game on at extra time and say one of these teams played 120 minutes on Thursday, I think you'd have struggled to pick who. Um, but I, I think it's it's an important game. Um, as much as the league is the league's out of our hands now, right? I mean, as, as much as some people don't want to concede that it, it's it's not in our hands anymore. Um, all we can do is. Uh, do our job in our games and if there's any slip-ups um, we have to make sure that we don't rue that we didn't win our games so I would still be I'd still be 
taking it very very seriously and I'm hoping for a good I'm hoping for a good strong win because I feel that this, the win that we got against St Mirren set us up really well for playing Braga I feel it was a really good confidence booster and I feel Ruth getting Patrick has kind of turned, turned him around as well because I thought he was really good on Sunday I thought he put his celibate really well and he, he played really well, well against yep. he, he, I, you know, I, I thought he did score see that left foot shot he had like in the first Seven or eight oh. minutes, the the, ca- the camera barely even kept up with it. I was just waiting for the net the net to go, man. I thought it was in, but um, I think just cert- certain players. I thought I thought Aribo was effective on Sunday. I thought Aribo played well on Thursday as well. So I just think seen um, back as well. Like, aye, do you know? So some players, I mean, some players can use these games to kind of get a bit of confidence, and I do think players will be confident after Sunday. So hopefully, we'll get a good a good solid win on Saturday to set us up for a big, big game next Thursday. So I'll go with a, a good solid 3-0. Keep the 0-3-0. Good choice. I'll, I'll agree with you on 3-0. Jodie, what's your thoughts? Um, I don't think we'll concede. Um, I'll say 2-0. 2-0. Good choice. So I'm going to I'm gonna jump to Wasp because Wasp has kindly sent a prediction video and she's going to appear in the middle of the screen. Jodie, he might, he might go over your face. So apologies in advance for that. And he might talk for some time because you know what he's like. Here we go. The opposition podder is here with another prediction video. Hope you are all well enjoying the pod and I uh, hope the, the opposition podcast is running smooth because we're feeling it. Yes, we are in the air. So, after the exploits of the weekend and how amazing was that? <sighs> Loved it. Every minute it. But extra time's not for everyone. So, back to league business. We've got the Steelmen, the Hammer Throwers. <sighs> so, I think we've got the momentum behind us. We've dusted ourselves down after recent sidetracks. <laughs> So, 2-0 to the Rangers. Sakala, again. He comes from Zambia. And then we go into the semi-final of the Europa League. So, I think Rangers are going to go over there. And it's got to be a, a, a 0-0. Um, and we'll come back to Ibrox full house again. And straight to the final. Come on! So... So it's a quick one for me. Um, hopefully, be back soon on the podcast. And today, I would just like to. And uh, before I go, I would like to wish my wife, Mrs. Wasp, a big happy birthday today. Unfortunately, I can't be there today. Uh, but she'll be getting spoiled and treated when I get back. So if you can all wish uh, the beautiful Mrs. Wasp a happy birthday. Um, because she puts up with all my moods and all my excitement when the Rangers fucking play havoc on my soul. So uh, enjoy the pod, guys. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Never fails to disappoint. A wee glitch in the middle there as well, but uh, happy birthday, Mrs. Wasp. Uh, hope you have a fantastic day from all of us at the Rangers AF podcast. Happy um, birthday, AF. I know the opposition AF. Um, yeah. and I felt that was that was a very solid solid prediction. And and he's he's jumped my head. He's still jumped my head. He's still the Europa League games not till next Thursday. We've got a podcast next week, mate. We'll we'll talk about your prediction then. But you've you've already given it, so you can't change it. That's just the way it is. I'm afraid. Uh, so I will look forward to that. So I'm just going to give a couple of shout outs. If that's all right, I want to give a shout out to my pal Michael Maguire, who's who's had a a tough time uh, recently. 
regards yeah. his, his, his mental health and uh, physical health. And uh, he's been keeping me still walking and, and posting fabulous pictures um, up on Glencoe where, where he lives. Um, our thoughts are with you, buddy, and, and, and we support you in everything you do. So please, please uh, keep that up and, and uh, keep talking because we're always here for you. Um, yes. And also a shout out to myself, right? It's not often I give a shout out to myself, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm running a wee um, one of these buy a bar charity gigs where numbers one to 59 are available at 10 pounds a pop and, you, and you're probably thinking 10 pounds a 10 quid that's expensive but it's all for charity and i've got some fabulous prizes including this one here this is first prize which is a wee um signed legends print which is a uh, signed by folks such as john greg willie johnson a few Bar barca bears in there Derek johnson dave smith and all that lot i've got a wee rangers charity foundation 150 years anniversary pin badge and cool. uh, 150 years anniversary uh, coin from uh, Zenith Coins. So please get involved mm -hmm. in that. It's my pin tweet on Twitter. And if you don't follow me on Twitter, why don't you? Because you should. That's my handle on the bottom of the screen right there. So get involved in that and please check out and, and uh, get involved. <laughs> and uh, hopefully you win one of the prizes. It would be lovely to see you there. And all money goes to Friends of, Friends of Western but Arboretum who uh, basically maintain a beautiful aboriginal full of trees that peanut and jelly absolutely love so you're helping them out by helping us out so get involved in that you guys get any shout outs you would like to give yeah i've just realized someone i work with um has been in the chat so catherine ross shout out to you um so it was actually quite funny she started in my work and then she was like i recognize you and turns out she's watched me on podcast and she's she's a good rangers woman so yeah shout out to catherine and her family hi guys oh, i love it jeep uh, I just well, I've not got a very good shout, but I'd like to shout out um, BT Superfast Fibre Internet. Um, you're an absolute <laughs> scam, uh, and I, you can honestly go and fucking shove it the night. <laughs> Watch this! You're going I'm to say that about your dog's chewed the wires or something. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to fucking virgin. Fuck this. <laughs> yes. Uh, Catherine Ross says, hiya back, George. Look, welcome, Catherine Ross. Please, please come back. Uh, it's lovely to she, have you. She and, told and me tell... she watched you and we, we welcome the chase. So she's a, a loyal follower of you. She's a good, she's Look a good Look at lover. that. What a Tell your pals, world. tell the dogs, tell your mom and dad, your gran and granddad, get everybody involved and get watching this podcast because you know it's the only place to be on a Tuesday night. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> You, do you know I went to I went to watch Jimmy World once, right, a long time ago, and one of the guys in the crowd had one of the t-shirts. You know when like it goes dark and it's got like a wee LCD screen on it, and it was like showing all the song lyrics and stuff. He was jumping up and doing, and then there was like a wee quiet moment. And Jim Adkins, the lead singer, he was like, "Oh hey hey, uh, you you there with the with the with the t-shirt? I absolutely love it. And um, can you tell us where you got it from?" And he shouts, "The oh. internet!" And he goes, <laughs> "Ah yes, you can buy many good things on the internet." <laughs> He's asking you where you got it from. You're, you're, you're one moment of stardom there, and you've, you've yeah. lost that. But it, it led to a good joke, and uh, I agree with Jeebs. Uh, down with BT Broadband, absolute scammers. Rocco's just uh, running and bark, so that's him getting his bit in because he likes. Good lad. He thinks, but, he thinks he's a member of this pod. Yes, the, the, there's no thinking about it. The dog is the dog is the member, um, and I think um, if there's nothing else, we'll just close the podcast there, shall we? Yeah. Yes, I'm that sitting sounds... here anxious that I'm going to disappear again. So, I know I can hear you farting. I didn't know what to say anything, but <laughs> it's coming from... I can smell your anxiety from here, my friend. <laughs> uh, one quick question has came in. Go on. Oh, Go wait on. a minute. 
Uh, no. It's Gaza in the flute and David Cooper's next to him and Sir Walter's next to that. And it's Thank you very much for clearing that up, Jeep. Rick Fernando's up the Fernando's up the top, John Gregg and Barry Ferguson. Thank you very much. That's a wee tour of Jeep's room there, look, and you didn't even need to pay yes. for that. So aye. Oh well, anyway. Go on, go on. Massive shout out. I'm being heavy cringe here to my boyfriend who won his fight the weekend because he's heavy class. So yeah. Go Sean. Yeah. He's not even a boxer, he just walks the streets. So he, he just I walks just the streets fighting folk and in a in a bet the guy. Gonna that he was, people are gonna think he was fighting on Sunday or something, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no. After the game. No, Sean boxes and it was his first fight back in six years. And um he was and he was the away boxer. Um so he wasn't at home and he won, so. Massive everybody in Glasgow, and he's still reigning champion. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right, so on that note, thank you, thank you very much to everybody that's tuned in and has watched this evening. And obviously, you can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, all those good channels. Um, if you follow the Rangers AF podcast at rangers af pod on twitter uh, the links in that are in the bio if you want to catch the audio version tell all your pals tell your more tell your dad all your pets i've been snags he's been jeep she's been jods and we have been the rangers af podcast we'll see you next week